1: A show to do it tonight. Needed twenty. Did it by early in the second hey. quarter. What a show! All
0: right, All right it's locked on Mavericks for what is today? Wednesday, Wednesday, March eighth, episode number ninety-five. I'm Mike Marshall. He is Jake Kemp. He's at not Jack Kemp. I'm at Machine Sports. And you can also follow the show at Lockdown Mavs if you're uh, interested in that. And you can shoot us an email at LockedOnMavs at gmail.com if you want to get involved in any way. Um, Alright, so uh, this is probably the easiest, one of the easiest run sheets you can put together for a, for a podcast. But um, if you didn't know, uh, last night Dirk Nowitzki, uh passed 30,000 points. Um and the Mavericks game against the uh, the Lakers. 30,000 career regular season points, which I'm still confused as to why we don't do postseason points. But uh, we can leave that for another time.
1: Probably um, because, as weird as this sounds, I almost kind of get it or agree, because mm-hmm. it's not really completely on the player if their team is not able to get to the postseason, and it prevents them from adding to their total. So, on one sense, you would say, well, if you're a good player, then you're going to be playing in a lot of playoff games. Um, but at the other sense, you'd say, yeah, but you could be really good and still have trash around you and be getting knocked out in the second round as opposed to a guy who's like a th- second or third player on a team that's always in the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I get that.
0: But, I mean, if, in the NBA, if you're a transcendent talent, you're going to make the playoffs. Like You're you going to be –
1: you're going to be but top look eight. look at it this way. Look at it this way. Kobe has had ten times the talent to play with than Dirk. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many more playoff games he's played in than Dirk, but he, it should be a lot more. Yeah. Um, just by mere virtue of the fact that he's had better players around him. So let's see. Uh. He's played in 220 playoff games, and Dirk has played in 145. Mm-hmm. So Kobe it's has 70, – 70-something 70 more. Uh, yeah. So if you just figure, I mean, that's not a ton, but if you figure that's, you know, that, that would, that would put Dirk up another, you know, 140, 150 points. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just one way to think of it is like, if you, if, if you just merely flipped what Dirk has been around and what Kobe has been around, I mean, come on. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, they've, it's the Lakers. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, there's a reason that like four of the top six scores of all time have spent time, at least some stretch of time, in their jersey. Um, they're just uh, they're just always there, and uh, they're they're prideful, and uh, they have a reason to be. And uh, it was fun to get it against them. Like that wasn't uh, that wasn't lost on me. Um, that it came against the uh, the Lakers at home. Um, I would have been fine if it happened Friday against the Nets because I would have been there. Um but watching it happen against the Lakers and I think my favorite thing <laughs> one of my favorite things like outside of the actual event is uh so Dirk hits the three, they pop the timeout. Um they pan to some lady in the crowd that uh <laughs> she's got she's got the green like you've got thirty K Dirk um sign and the dude standing next to her <laughs> is wearing like the a forty dollar Laker hat A full, like, NASCAR jacket of Lakers championships up and down the sleeve. And he's just reluctantly clapping like, hmm, okay. (laughs) It was so beautiful. It was a perfect moment. The Lakers Um, thing
1: is cool. And I think this sounds weird. um, But if you're talking about something that happened over a 19-year period and you're talking about also a team that sucks right now in the Lakers, but Mm – I also think that if the Mavericks were still in really bad shape like they were for the first month and a half of the season, I think this would have felt weirder. Everyone would still be pumped, but even a little mini run like they've been on or even just uh, playing four or five over 500 basketball, Mm -hmm. plus like they've got like three or four other guys on the team that you're like, man, I feel good about these guys. It makes it way easier to get excited about literally anything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I mean, this is
0: Dirk's, what, 37th game of the year. Um, this should have happened um thirty games ago probably, or twenty games ago. Um, because he was injured. And if he wasn't injured it wouldn't work out like this. And if he wasn't injured, maybe they're actually, you know, um not as much fun at this point uh in the season and it all kind of like uh you know, you threw it all into the blender and now we're feeling really good about our team, winning five of six and I guess eleven of thirteen at home now. And he hasn't been playing, like, exceptionally well, but everyone else is playing, um, you know, learning their superpowers. So it's really fun to watch. And we talked about it yesterday. I was like, I don't know if 20 is gettable tonight. Um, I, just, I just don't know if uh, 20, 20 seems like a, a pretty stiff task. And then I, you know, I was, I was working at Fox last night. I was doing the um, the, Thunder, the Thunder game, and uh, I had, like, you know, I had to keep an eye on Dirt because we were cutting a highlight for it. And uh, I'm checking in on the pregame show and stuff like that, and I see it. They set out the 30k shirts, and I was
1: like, "Okay." Uh, yeah, he even said after the game that I mean, that's pretty weird. He it's was kind pissed. of a jerk move. That's. Uh, I, I thought it was really strange. Like you can you can shelf some production. Yeah. <laughs> for for a few days, but those shirts, I'm like,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, that wasn't I mean, very chill. Also. You know, he had 14 in the last game against the Lakers, but he only played 20 minutes because they won by 50. Mm -hmm. So I started thinking, like, all right, let's say he's got 10 late in the third quarter. Yeah. Or 12, but they're up by 30. Yep. I mean, every minute he plays is more minutes that you're worried about his body. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's going to keep running him out there for seven or eight more attempts. Yeah, just to fire. But, um, yeah, no, he had had a different uh –
0: a different motive. Um and he scored the Mavs first eight points. Um whenever the back to back pull up threes went down, I was like, Okay, this dude's getting this done tonight and uh scored eighteen in the first. Um and then with uh what, ten fifty eight left in the second, he gets the ball uh right baseline and squares up Larry Dance Jr. and it wasn't quite the uh the rockaway. Um, you know, one knee <laughs> um, at a 90 degree angle, but it was pretty damn close. It was, uh, it was a Dirk fadeaway. It was a signature fadeaway and, um, they couldn't get a stoppage. (laughs) So people are like freaking out. And then he's like, okay, I guess I'll run to the other end. And then Devin gets a steal and runs out for a layup. And the next possession, it was like a mad scramble for the ball. Somehow. Uh, the camera was like trying to chase the action And uh, then 9.54 left in the second. He pump fakes two Lakers, like, go airborne by him. He resets, like, maybe the most athletic move I've seen him make in, like, a year. And, uh, like, sidesteps left, resets, and, like, just bottom of the net, real savage, like, three. Um, It took three Lakers to, like, defend him in that one possession, and he still drilled the three. And uh, the place goes... Bananas. What was it like uh inside the building?
1: No, it was ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. For it's, like I said, even the fact that it had been getting better uh for the like the last I mean you saw it whenever I was gone, it's already been getting better. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean it was it was emotional, dude. I mean, people were like looked like they were tearing up. <laughs> the Holger thing. Yeah. That one uh He'll that get you. The, that one was tough. He'll get you. I
0: just imagine, like, his childhood <laughs> yeah. and, like, everything that's gone into his life. And, uh, like, this is, like, the one great thing that he's, like, really super
1: proud of. I and mean, at the end of the day, like, I honestly – I probably should be a little bit – I should be honest about one thing. is I think that, like, milestones based on zeros and ones are really stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think passing somebody on the list is a cooler – deal yeah yeah, i don't really know why this was a big deal i think it's frankly kind of silly but then past that point it's like well if everybody's i wish we did this every night yeah like i wish every single i wish every single shot he took we all stood up and were like this is all the nba twitter wants to talk about and we do our entire show on it the next day so it's kind of like yes i think the concept of valentine's day or even your wedding anniversary is pretty stupid because it's like a it's a man-made social construct, and even time is something we're imposing on (laughs) our physics. But at the same time, you're like, okay, that's silly. But if it makes me stop and think about this person or this situation that I'm in and appreciate it, then fine. It's it's creating occasion. Like,
0: you know, whether or not uh, you fully buy into it, um, you know, while you're in it, or afterwards, or leading up to it, or whatever—it doesn't really matter. It's creating occasion to stop and like look at something, and it was perfect. Like they couldn't have—I couldn't have picked a better moment for him to do it because it was like the crescendo of the last like month or something when we're like tr- kind of getting our you know our mojo back when we're kind of like uh, having faith in the future of this franchise, and for him to do it on a night when he like he could have easily just you know had a cool fourteen points and rolled into Friday and been fine with it. Um, And everybody would have been fine with it. There would have been no problem. But for last night to just uh, catch a flash in a pan and score 25 and a half, which, good God, I don't know when the last time he's ever done that. (laughs) But just for our favorite athlete ever, at least mine, I'll speak for myself, my favorite athlete ever, um, the cornerstone of Dallas sports, to go out there and rise to the occasion – at age whatever it is, thirty eight, um, and just put on a damn show in front of everyone was uh I won't forget that. Like I just I just won't. And I won't remember I won't think I don't think thirty K will mean that much to me. I won't look back and go, Wow, that was thirty K or something like that. But I'll remember that night for a really stinking long time. And um one one footnote, um Cuban couldn't wear real clothes. He had like a he had like a nighty shirt and sweatpants on. I was, yeah. like, I was like, come on, man. He was like, wearing
1: like something like a uh overstock from the <laughs> forty seven collection or whatever. Yeah. The stuff that they had marked down and like the hanger. He yeah. just bought like the pants bottom to it. Which by the way, when are they gonna put a Noel jersey in there? I'm I'm here for it. Like, I stand outside like the little kids would walk by the toy the toy shop in Home Alone one with my face pressed up against the glass you have, every you have single your,
0: day. your two hands are above the, your brow and you're like your face is pressed against the glass <laughs> and you're just, just trying to see, it. trying to see through it. Yeah, look at the trains. Yeah, you know
1: one of the things that I think is really interesting about why we look at him the way that we do is it's pretty rare. Obviously, I mean the performance is rare, the career is rare, but it's also kind of like. If you think about when he came into the league and when he joined the organization, there's almost like a clean break, even though it didn't all happen at exactly the same time. Mm -hmm. But within about 18 months, you had an ownership change, you had a coaching change, and you had Dirk and Nash inserted into, you know, or drafted, I guess. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it feels like that all happened at the same time. I know it wasn't the exact same time, but you have like really it's almost like a, an era break in a when you like a science book. For example, yeah. Like Kawhi Leonard is probably going to be one of the five best players in the league for 10 years, right? He's going to mm-hmm. have a phenomenal NBA career. But the team that he joined, he played with the guys from the previous era. Yeah. And they were pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And they had the same coach and the same owner. Hell, even Duncan. Like Duncan joined Robinson yeah, and Avery or, and Sean Elliott. Right, so, you know, like, uh, they're, they're t- this is usually how it happens for really good teams, it seems like. I mean, Kobe brought the Lakers back, Yeah, but the Lakers have this rich history of all these other... So it's like, everything sucked here for so long. Mm-hmm. Some sparse success, obviously, in the 80s, but I then mean, the, you have... The closest thing like, is, like, Jordan, because the Bulls weren't yeah, very relevant before that. They didn't have a whole lot going on, and and that he was you know Phil was there pretty soon after he was brought or after he was drafted. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's it's people who grew up people are like oh you only grew up with Dirk but there was really nothing before it just feels like it almost it's like the phoenix rose or something. Yeah. No, like they and died and were born again. <laughs> yeah. They uh
0: that's very accurate and um it Whenever a team is bad and you're going through, like, consecutive bad seasons, like, you don't even, like, pay daily attention to that team, you know what I mean? Like, if the, whenever the Rangers were like, really bad, we would, like, check in on the Rangers, like, once a week. So it, it does make everything feel like it all happens at the same time whenever it does turn around. But, I mean, I remember being at Mavs camp, uh, however old I was, whenever they traded for Nash. And I remember, like, wondering how those dudes are going to fit with Finley because Finley was it at that time. Like, it was just Finley. <laughs> uh, there was nothing else. And, yeah, it's it just happened real stinking quick. And that first year, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that first year was, like, all, uh, all peaches and cream or something like that. Like, there was much doubt. Like, this kid didn't have it. He probably shouldn't have came over this early. Like, that type of stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's a clean break of the franchise. And hopefully they never, ever look back. Because it's it's rarely done in sports like this, very yeah. very rarely. And and go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. I was going was I was to say
1: there's a million different. We had, we actually talked to Donnie last night. Yeah, I, I um, got I got in the car right when you all were wrapping up. So there's just like the weirdest thing about his story, and we should probably just even carry this over to tomorrow since we don't have a game again until Friday. But, yeah. And also. There was, and we we'll probably won't even do this, even if we do carry it over. But they're they're an effing machine right now. Yeah, I mean they're de- de- defensively they are, and of course the Lakers suck. The Lakers are trying to be bad. They've got 136 million dollars in guys that they're see they're either inactive or Deng was inactive last night. Mozgov got a uh, uh, DMP. Good God. So, but anyways, defensively they're just they're, yeah they're they're eating <laughs> people alive. Uh, But what I was going to say is when you talk to Donnie and when you think about and when you listen to that Stein interview, just how many things could have and really probably should have gone wrong when it comes to Dirk and his development and his foray into the NBA and American basketball. Like, he never lived away from his parents. Mm -hmm. Um, He, his Dude, just think about the, the stuff that guys in the NBA were saying to him on the floor his rookie year. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, go home and cry type stuff. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that he just, like, I don't know, he grinded through it. It was an ISO league at the time. So the fact that uh, a guy who kind of played the game the way that he did makes really perfect sense now but made no sense then, mm-hmm. the fact that that worked, the fact that it worked without, like, much veteran leadership. I mean, they had Finley. Yeah. But it wasn't like there was. he was joining a, a rich ecosystem of success. <laughs> right. And to reference the Spurs again, picking – That player, at that point in the draft, that's the type of thing you do if you've got tons of skins and credibility and latitude, Mm -hmm. of which they had none of.
0: Yeah, dude, they had zero cred.
1: And they still took a very risky play.
0: Yeah. It's – I don't – I mean, obviously, we weren't old enough to, like, remember what the – what the sentiment was at the time, necessarily. But I wonder what... I'd love to like go back and read the paper the next day and see like what everybody thought. Were they like, oh, the Mavs don't care. Oh, they're going to stash this kid. Oh, uh, they have nothing else to lose at this point. Worst franchise in sports, that type of stuff. But um, one thing, and then we can, uh, we can uh, get out of here for the day. Um, one thing always bothers me whenever people start talking about Dirk, and it's usually like other players that don't know what to say about him because they probably talked down on him for like 10 years and then he got like elite. <laughs> um Whenever they say like, oh man, he really opened the door for international players or really opened the door for uh, other Euros, I'm like, stop, stop that. Like he's the sixth leading scorer ever. You can just say he is great. You don't have to qualify it. And he didn't really open the door. That was, like, Arvidas Sabonis and, like, dudes like that. Um, but they just, like, throw that tag on there. And I'm like, yeah, I guess more kids got a shot. But his greatness stands alone. He's not, like, a, a bridge builder. <laughs> he's he's one of the six best scorers in the history of basketball. And he yeah, drug it does it. feel a little demeaning. It, I don't like it. I really don't. I like get they're trying to be, like, complimentary and say, like, oh, look at all these guys now that he paved the way for. But –
1: Probably just, what paved the way more than anything was the rule changes, and the rule changes allowed people who had grown up playing a European style of basketball to be effective in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. That would have happened. That they didn't change the rules because of Dirk. No, no.
0: I mean, it was smart to change the rules. I mean, it was, right. it, was it was good business. Um, but that always just kind of like bothers me. I'm like, really, you got nothing else to say about the dude? Like, nothing. That's he's true. like He's like the most unique superstar that the NBA has ever seen, and uh, and that's where you're going with it. But anyway, um, all right, we'll get out of here for this morning, and uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow, probably talk some more Dirk and maybe uh, look forward a little bit. I did some math on how long, what numbers he needs to put up to uh, get in wilt territory, so we might talk about that tomorrow. Thank you for listening, and uh, Jacob, thank you for your time.
1: All right, man, I'll see you.
0: All right. Yo,
1: what's up, y'all? Everybody got to check in with y'all. Taking a break from dinner. Hope y'all don't mind with the family. But um, I got to congratulate. I got to congratulate Dirt and the Whiskey on putting up 30,000 points. I'm watching the game right now. The big fella. Congratulations. Boom, that big 30,000. Woo! And he on fire, too. Very efficient tonight. Yo. There's no way I was missing this moment. Congratulations. That's big time, man. Congratulations. Hopefully, you know, hopefully I can join you at some point, big fella. Salute.